happening everyone it's kyle for magpie 24 7 and i'm joined by paul and today we were planning on doing a season review video uh, video sorry podcast a season review podcast where we're just going to chat shit about the team have a good day talk about the best moments the bad moments just as we, as we always do you know and news comes through on my phone keith downey um confirms the takeover is dead and the PIF have pulled out of the deal and basically saying as saying basically in their statement that the the length it took from the Premier League was too long and with the over like the global reputation of the deal and how uncertain things were it wasn't good for them the deal that they'd agreed kind of expired so they just pulled out the deal so yeah, Paul, I'll I'll, uh, I'll ask you, mate, what's the initial feeling? I'm absolutely gutted. It feels like someone has just kicked me in the knob, to be honest. It really, really it really does. I've got the, 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 I was angry at first, so, so angry at such a long list of people, but it just feels as if I've been kicked, low blowed, and I can't believe it. I can't believe that this is, situation has been allowed it's a situation that I think the Premier League have played for from from moment one because they knew there was no reason to turn the deal down, but they just thought if they continue to frustrate, cause uncertainty, then this was bound to happen. But I think it's a dark day and there's people like Mike Ashley, Richard Masters, the Premier League, Richard Keys, uh, BN Sports, uh, every good bloody journal going, including Dan Rowan, uh, Qatar, politicians, Luke Edwards, FIFA, you name it, there's so many people who will be getting off on this news and will be over the moon by it. And there's so many of those people who should be hanging their heads in absolute shame at the fucking waterfall and the torrent of absolute diarrhea and shit that it's just not only on the football club that it's dropped it on, but it's the entire city, Kyle, and it's the entire region. So for those Sunderland supporters getting out the wank socks and thinking this is a great thing, if you listen to where uh, the uh, the politician who was responsible, I forget his name, is it Richard Weirmouth? He's responsible for all the regeneration in the northeast. He yeah. was saying that it was absolutely huge and critical, not only for the city of Newcastle, but for Gateshead, for Sunderland, for Durham, the entire region. This was going to put millions and millions of pounds into infrastructure projects and you know, improve an area of the world that nobody but the people who live here gives a fuck about, to be quite honest. So I don't care whether you're a Middlesbrough supporter, a Sunderland supporter, a Newcastle, what your colours are, what your allegiances are, this is bad news. Uh, full stop and the people that I've mentioned beforehand should be absolutely disgusted with themselves but no doubt they'll be sitting there with a feather in the hat, hat thinking it's well done and it, the person I blame most is the man at the top of the Premier League Richard Keys mate, Richard Cockmaster because he is as has dillied on this one he said it's been done, it's nearly done shortly soon he said every little thing like that you know, and you're coming out at the end of the process, Kyle, with words like, we want clarification about who's going to be running the club day to day. They sent in a 353-page document or something like that through the Premier League. Do you think that's not being addressed in there? It's corrupt. It's bang out of order. And you know what the people who suffer most? 
of the Newcastle United supporters yeah. once a bloody game. I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm between furious. Uh, if I had hair, I'd pull, I'd pull my bloody hair out. You know, when you're passionate about a club like we are about this club, and you continuously get shit on from a great height like what we have, it's just you know Newcastle fans again. And, and I don't know if you've seen, Cal, but uh, the Premier League have tweeted something out to do with mental health um, and also something else on about Nike and stuff. And it's it's like it can be seen. It can be seen as an absolute, again, dick shot against the Newcastle United fans. And there's swathes of people commented on it and saying, are you for real? What's your timing like? Do you know what other news is going on at the moment? And it's just disgusting. It's like they're getting off on it. It really, really is. Uh, and of course, Mike Ashley, seventeen million pound. Happy, happy days. Seventeen million quid for now, and uh, now it just rolls on. So it can, it can, it can use another excuse. But I'm absolutely gutted, and I'm in fear of what this means for the longer term implications for the football club. Yeah, mate. I mean, my feeling is just total mental withdrawal I'm just totally mentally withdrawn from the whole situation I'm just the I've just we've been exhausted almost for 15 weeks you know is it happening in the no accounts bullshit people like uh, Miguel Delaney bullshit people like uh, Richard Keyes constant problems with this take with the with this takeover nobody giving it any rest um Kasogi's wife with loads of statements Qatar with oh, she, she'll, she'll be over the moon. over the moon, and they'll all be happy with it. Um, but they'll move on. They won't talk about Newcastle anymore after this. But it's the fans that'll 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 suffer. And I'm I'm totally dejected, mate. I'm, it feels worse for me now than the two relegations felt. Um, I was exactly so as you were saying that. I was sitting there thinking it's worse than the relegations. It's worse than any of that. It's one of the most terrible things that has happened to this football club. It, it's like it's like a life sentence. You know, it's, it's like being up, up, uh, charged for murder and, and you're in guilty. You've got the life. You know, you've got Mike Ashley again. Is this a 14th season? You know, and for all those people, it's not that bad. You've got Mike Ashley. He's already put the keys in the envelope and pushed it for the door. He's not interested. He doesn't care. He'll probably be as pleased is Dan Rowan, he'll be as pleased as Richard Masters, he'll be as pleased as, um, you know, Hairy Hands over in Qatar. He'll be as yeah. pleased as all of them. £17 million, he's done nothing, and he still has the potential, if he wants to, to be able to, to sell it on. But with the world in an absolute financial cripple and a mess, who has got £300 million, Kyle, down the back of the sofa, ready to no, buy a bloody no. football club? No one? No one, have no, they? no one. No. It's just a feeling of total hopelessness because when we went down the first time at Villa, like that team that went down with Shira's manager and that, I just felt total hopelessness. Where does the club go next? What's going to happen next? Is 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 there any way up from here? And I, I just don't see that. I, I don't because we've got a manager that's no. happy with just finishing just behind Southampton. We've got an owner that's just happy to finish 17th or, or higher if it's a bonus. At the end of every season, we're just uh, uh, we're used for a billboard for Sports Direct. I mean, in them games after Project Restop, Sports Direct was everywhere. You everywhere bar in the field. Do you know what I mean? And and that's what we're going to be continually used uh, be used for now. It's just so 
dejecting. It's just so frustrating, so depressing. Because it's so 15, typical. It, exactly. Typical. It is. I mean, after fifteen weeks of takeover, takeover, and all, and everything that we've had to be dragged through from 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 the likes of Delaney Keys, everything, and trying to get this takeover to go through. It's 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 finally fell through, and what pisses us off is the English media haven't helped either. I mean, you've got you've got half the English media linking this Henry Morris to Newcastle when it was first linked. Nobody knows who this bloke is. His his net worth isn't on the internet. Nobody knows who he is, barring he's being investigated by the FBI and all this shit. Like who is he? Who is Henry Morris? He's got there's, there's no background yet. Yet the English press keep pushing him. And keep saying this yeah. this man is so interested in the club. It's a load of shit. Like now that the takeover's failed with PIF, I guarantee within a week you'll see Henry Morris withdraws his bid for Newcastle United. I guarantee it it'll come through. And that'll be extra mm-hmm. because people can see through the shit, yet the English media keep pushing it through. And it's just so it just pisses off so much because we can see it. And we haven't sat and done a journalist degree for free bastards years. Do you know what I mean? It's so frustrating. It's so infuriating. Because if we can see that, you, how can't they? Why do they keep pushing that agenda and putting pressure on this deal? Do you know what I mean? It's exactly what they want. It's exactly what the likes of being sports want. It's exactly what Richard Keyes wants. It's what they all want. Because they've been going hmm. on a, a, a three-month-long tirade in Newcastle United. I mean, Richard Keyes said three months ago, I wish it was any other club. Yeah, and he tries to lecture for the Newcastle fans on morality with, with Pitt wanting the best for the football club. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's the one to scream, he's the one to scream about morals. Yet he piped his uh, daughter's best mate while his wife had cancer. Jog on, will you, Richard Keys, if you can, you horrible, fat, hairy handed bastard. I, honestly, I, I've got a, such a hatred for that man, such a hatred, and he just. He loves twisting the gear and winding up Newcastle fans constantly. And he represents being yeah, sports. That's again something. Every single Newcastle supporter wants to stay away from that. Like the absolute plague that it is. Um, no, well, I won't take morality for morality lessons from the likes of Richard Keyes uh, when he's sitting there caught what he was caught saying on camera, um, bantering and all that. And then like, like you said, what he did behind his wife's back and stuff like that. I won't take lectures from the likes of that hairy-handed hairy bastard in a month of Sundays. But as for this other guy, I don't believe in coincidences at all. Ashley bases himself in America for, what, the past few months while this pandemic's been on? And then yeah. all of a sudden you get some American unknown from the same region coming out, making noises, trying to push the envelope, trying to frustrate the Saudis as they were uh, coming to uh, take it over. And then on a purely confidential basis, in bits of information every couple of weeks would just literally flow out, but they would only flow out to the likes of uh, Richard Keyes and the likes of those people, the people who you the least want the information being leaked out to. It was always conveniently dropped at their doormats and there's lots of questions. There needs to be transparency on what's happening. A statement from Newcastle would actually be very, very nice as well at some point. And don't dare say business as usual, because the business of Newcastle for the past 13 years has been to bend the Newcastle fans over and royally shaft them up the ass every which way, literally trample on them. 
And if you think that last season and 10,000 free season tickets was a lot, then there'll be no issue with social distancing next season because there'll be one man and the dog in there. We have to be give out a lot more than 10,000 pre-season tickets to fill the place up. You're going to have Steve Bruce there. You're going to have a measly transfer budget, if any whatsoever. You're going to have disillusioned players off the back of this because they've all led to believe that there was a possibility of a takeover. And your prized assets are most definitely... At risk, your ASMs, your Miggies and Co. If a Wolves, who are very interested in ASM, come in with a large enough bid, it doesn't have to be even a fantastic bid in my in my viewpoint, but the club will accept it because it's all about the money. It's all about creaming off the top. It's all about that dirty advertising all over the stadium and everything. And I'm just absolutely flabbergasted that we've got to this stage 15 weeks of, of torture. And it's announced, first of all, on the anniversary of signing Alan Shearer in 1996. And then it's announced during the week that the Premier League are highlighting mental health. The only thing that's mental around here is the Premier League and that absolute cock who's in charge of it. It's disgusting. Absolutely has boiled my piss. No end. I mean, I, 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 I get what you mean. I mean, it's every claim against... APIF it, for me has been based on total hypocrisy, like just total, just the it's just comical. I mean, honestly, those that are listening, go and look at um Qatar and their human rights record, go and look and see what they're doing to people to poor people, basically slave labor. People are dying yeah, making, making these football stadiums in Qatar for a world cup that I think they bought allegedly. Um, they got under severe controversial circumstances. FIFA moved the World Cup for Qatar because they won the bid uh, for the World <laughs> Cup. There's loads of controversy around that. In fact, as as we speak now, a couple, of, a, a couple of hours ago, didn't hasn't um, the FIFA president been charged for something? I don't know what. I don't know if it's linked to Qatar or not. But it's it's on our page. It's on our page. It's again. It's about um, underhanded tactics. Again, it's about dodgy dealings. And, you know, it's the same shit, different day when it comes to FIFA. They're the most corrupt organisation out there. It should have been scrapped when all of that hit the, the shit hit the fan with Blatter and all these gifts and yeah. all of these uh, handshakes and money that was exchanged. And if you think it's not going on again, then you must be absolutely off your rocker because... Um, you know, Qatar is the absolute darling. How is it different Saudi Arabia buying Newcastle to Saudi Arabia buying Sheffield United or Qatar purchasing PSG? How How, how is it different? And flooding it with the likes of Neymar and Bappe, some of the world's yeah. biggest names. And this the, this at the time wasn't considered sport, sport washing, washing as Miguel um, yeah. Delaney's shove up done with it for the last eight, eight weeks. Eight to, eight to fifteen weeks. Um, that wasn't considered sport washing. So why is it, why is Newcastle being tarred with a different brush? It's just it's embarrassing beyond belief. And everyone that's uh, came together to make sure this um, takeovers went off that it's worked. Obviously, because the the PIF don't want to risk their investment and their reputation on this deal alone. Because the bought the likes of, the bought shares in Disney, Facebook, all. Global powerhouses bigger than Newcastle United. Yet this rigmarole isn't happening for for that. It's just happening around Newcastle United. And yeah, you can say we're a Premier League club and all that. I tell you what, we won't be a Premier League club for long under Mike Ashley. 
Because I, I don't think he's going to invest. And if anyone thinks he is no. going to invest, you're delusional. Because he's not. He's going he's to pocket the Premier League money. Uh, it's just it's just total... It, it, the Premier League have put us up... Uh, Pour us up shit creek without a paddle. The half the 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 basically says right, you are relegated next season. That's what they've done to it by taking the absolute piss with this. The 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 the, uh, the Premier League test started before project. We start three weeks before it. Three weeks before we started playing. It's been hanging over the players' heads. It's been hanging over the manager's head. Who's been asked every single week. He, he's de been demanding cl clarity for the fan base for for the football club. And even he said in his answers, he, someone to come in and take the club forward because he knows if we still have Mike Ashley, we can't take it forward. And yet now, because of the Premier League pissing about with a stupid deal, we've lost the best chance we've had in years to become uh, to become the club that we potentially could be because we're going to help. We should, we should be club, but the area and the community and the fan base. It was they were going to they were going to like give everyone a fresh start. We've had this man for thirteen years. And we've got to pull up with them longer because the Premier League can't conduct their own flipping stupid tests. Yeah, and, and and to be fair, it's it's like we are one of their member clubs that, that should be looking out for the interests of, of Newcastle and the supporters, but they haven't. They've sold us completely and utterly down the old Kyber. And also as well, I was concerned when it got to Wednesday and nothing came out about that conversation that Bruce said he was going to be having with Mike Ashley, um, like I said, on Wednesday. Very, very suspicious at that point that something was, was going along. And basically, there's a deal on the table, but that deal had a sell-by date on. That sell-by date has passed. I would not be surprised if that tied in with that Wednesday date and Mike Ashley was to say, look, it's got up to this date and it's gone past it because then the wheels are being put in motion shortly afterwards. And this is all uh, then, uh, you know, came out, leaked out statements at the same time from Stavely, the Rubens and the, uh, the obviously the public investment fund over in Saudi Arabia. It's disgusting. The British government deals with the Saudis. We sell weapons to the Saudis. We sell all sorts to them. We have a long historical link. Look at the royal family. Look at uh, Boris Johnson. All of that pictured with them. Trade deals with them and all this sort of thing. So we can sell them a rocket launcher, Kyle, right? We can sell them uh, missiles. We can sell them tanks. But we can't sell them a Premier League football club. Are you having an absolute joke? And then you're hearing sports ministers on, oh, it, 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 there's, there's a process to go through. Is there? Is there? That that's no process at all to me. That's an absolute piss take. That isn't a pro, uh, you know, a process. One deal can't take four weeks, and then the other one takes four or five months, and we're still not at the end. And there mustn't be any sight in, no, any end in sight, because otherwise they'd have continued on. The rumours from the earlier in the week was that it was it was uh, at a, a, an absolute crossroads indefinitely. Yeah, so that tells sure, you all, all, all that you need to know. You tie that in with the Mike Ashley phone call to Steve Bruce to tell him, look, you've got about £2.50 in what you raised from sales. And also, I might be selling um, ASM and co. I would not be surprised. And if you're a player, Kyle, right? Now, A, we can't pay the wages. B, we couldn't even afford an Aki of um, Bournemouth if we wanted to. And we pulled everything that we've got. Why yeah. would you come to Newcastle? We haven't, you know, haven't got an owner who's invested and interested in the club. 
Um, we've not got any any money. Our wage budget is pathetic. We've got more holes in the squad than a, than a, a second-hand use save. You know, we need right-backs. We need goals up front. We need a couple of strikers. They don't come cheap. We need midfield replacements because, obviously, uh, Matty Longstaff is going to be out the door. Bent 11, all those will be out the door. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're in a complete mess, and the season's going to be starting in a matter of weeks. And every other club is making plans. You're seeing people placing bids, big bids, making decisive moves in the market. And what? meanwhile, at Newcastle, we can't even get a lick of paint around the stadium, put some decent TVs up in the concourses, fix the bloody bogs, uh, and, and get things sorted on, on the football pitch. We're in absolute shambles. And if Newcastle dare come out and say business as usual, I would argue that the business that we have been doing as of recent is disgusting. And I've seen comment after comment after comment across all of our social medias, plus on Twitter, uh, you know, in, in the wider social media platforms and stuff, where people have just said, I've had enough. I've had enough. This isn't. This is just. It's it's too businesslike. It's too much like Sports Direct. It's not about football. There's no aspiration. There's no hope that it's going to get better because nobody is going to come in. Who's Stavely going to get this time? Where's she going to find another uh, pot of money like that? The Rubin brothers aren't going to put all the money in with the way things are no. going. So you, 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 we are stuck with Mike Ashley, who is uh, has to be one of the worst owners in the Premier League and we are stuck also with Keith Bishop and we're also stuck with that little mouse hamster bastard Penfold the most useless uh, managing director at, at any any club we, we've just we've got nothing we've got a few crown jewels on the planes uh, on the playing side of it uh, we've got a weak team after the first 11 it, we are such a fucking mess it is unbelievable. Uh, Kim and Aggie couldn't go in and, and, and sort out the mess that's at Newcastle. Um, and I really fear for us because the likes of Leeds coming up, have you heard what their, their, their management saying? That they're not yeah. here to make the numbers up. They're going to have a go. They're going to get in your face. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to be nasty. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got somebody who looks like a dinner lady running the club and somebody who looks like Danger Mouse's assistant making the big decisions up top with regards to budgets and stuff. It's an absolute farce. It really is. It is. I mean, this podcast was expected to be very negative upon seeing the news, and, and rightly so. We're, we're, we're very frustrated, and I could imagine you listening as well are frustrated as well. And if you just want to send some questions in, we can answer them in the next in the next podcast. But I do want to thank Amanda Stavely, um, because for five years, this woman has been relentless in trying to buy this football club it didn't work out initially when she went out on her own with her own company to try and buy the club and obviously it fell through with her being called a time waster and such by the biggest time waster in history but with that being said she came back with PIF and the Rubens brothers and everything looked like it was going to align this time everything looked like it was going to work out just broke her deals in the past for Man City and stuff and it just it, this is the one that won't work out for her and I'm, I'm devastated for her because she, this is this is the last that has a, an affiliation with the club our family supports Newcastle United even though she's from Yorkshire I think um, but, I think Carol yeah, somewhere around there yeah but she's been she's been top class with, with Newcastle United fans and she said um, as in a quote today um, I'm absolutely devastated for the fans community 
and Football Club of Newcastle. Um, and I'm devastated too. Um, but she's, she's tried absolute damnness to make sure this deal went through. And it just hasn't been the case. But thank you, Amanda, for being that one glimmer of hope in getting rid of Mike Ashley. But now, like everything under Mike Ashley, the light goes black. And we, we just have a bleak future ahead of us by the looks of it. And like, we'll, to have the final, like the, the final segment of this podcast or whatever it may be um where do we go now what's like like what's the what's the next step for the club or would are we just gonna hope to sell a couple of players on and bring a couple of players in is steve bruce gonna be the manager i think obviously he will be uh, i see i've even said in previous uh, i say it's on uh newcastle fans tv when i was on there that if the takeover fell through um that you know Bruce should be the man to stay in charge to try and steady the ship. But even I think that uh, even now I think this ship is too it's too far gone. I think it's a bit like I feel sorry for him. Carl, I feel bloody sorry for the you know, at the end of the day, right? He wasn't your choice, he wasn't my bloody choice, that's for certain, right? But he was the choice. Can you blame a man who's a Newcastle supporter, born and bred in the area, right? Can you blame him for taking the job? But look no. at the torrent of shit that that man has had to deal with. The, the constant questions, the constant, you're a liar, this, that, and the other. And he, he's trying his best, but it's, it is the impossible job. Rafa Benitez couldn't do it. And I'm not being disrespectful to Steve Bruce, but he isn't 5% of Rafa Benitez. Look at the trophy cabinet, look at the medals. We are a million miles away from a successful blueprint of a football club. And we will have to be one of the favourites for relegation next season. Because if you think that West Ham are going to allow themselves to be back down there again, uh-uh, wrong, totally wrong. If you think Leeds are going to be down there, think again, because they will spend the money. Look at Aston Villa last year, 100 million, Kyle. 100 million Yeah, that they pulled out. And you can go on and you can go through every other club that's been down there and they are going to be doing some serious stuff. Meanwhile, at Newcastle, it's the Benny Hill music. It's the carry-on scenes. We just need Sid James and uh, Barbara Windsor up here and just continue it on. But I do feel sorry for Steve Bruce. I think nobody else with any sort of credibility is going to come in because there's no money, there's no project, there's there's training grounds with wheelie bins and paddling pools. That needs sorting. The stadium needs some major, major... Uh, work, not just a lick of gloss, not a bit of black paint, but some serious work. Uh, and this all takes money, and this is before you get to the wider thing, you know, but it's always the Newcastle fans, uh, and I really, really fear, you know, the issues around the club, money's going to be really, really tight. The owner won't put jack shit in. So how do you move, how do you move it forward? I don't think that you can. I think you're going to have more cheap um, sort of plaster type jobs more loans in look for Newcastle to exploit the loan market um, oh, I could I could literally I was nearly brought to tears when I saw the news and even even the missus was like are you surprised are you surprised Paul and I'm like no I'm not but it does it to you every single time it gets your fucking hopes up it's like the cup run this year going to West Brom winning you're thinking is this the year? No. Pull the carpet. Go out limply. Yeah. 
and, and it's all the time it just draws you in and, and and then it just oh it just laughs in your face stamps it on your, your chest and, yeah, and then I, I i just feel like this could well be the final straw for many thousands of newcastle supporters who go to that stadium i'm desperate to get back in I've told you before, personally, and on videos and stuff, desperate to see Newcastle. It's totally different, and I love the experience. But the club is devoid of hope, inspiration, a, a plan, a, a swagger. We broke the world the world record back in 1996 when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Today, the, oh, my word. Today it's just a, another kick in the nuts. Oh, it really is. It really is. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I, I don't know what to say. I feel it. I've got a lot off my chest, but at the same time, I just, I just feel a total emptiness regarding this situation because I honestly thought it would happen this time with it going to the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, me and, too. And and I thought the Premier League were, were trying their best to like be patient with it and leave it as long as possible and then put the deal through and then we can look forward and, and start a new beginning. Because I was I was I had this dream built up in my head of the first home game back uh, from the coronavirus wall meet up again and it's a great atmosphere. Uh, not only that though it's the first game back without Mike Ashley for 13 years and I had this this big dream built up in my head that first home game back was just gonna be the noise. Uh, yeah, yeah just absolutely just dream worthy but it's just as as always with newcastle it's always the it's always the roller coaster it's always the um it's always the hard way around with newcastle yeah. united and it, 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 it's 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 25 percent possessions again kyle it's one or two shots on target again it's lone players it's freebies it's scratching around the bargain bin and it, it, it's hoping and praying that signings you're making that are going to hit the ground running and you're not going to have an absolute another lame duck uh, signing like a Joe Linton's been last season. Um, it's just as depressing a situation as you can get. It's as bad as a, a Norwich. Or, I mean, at least like for a Norwich, they can think positively about next season. They've got ownership who care about the club and there's a connection between the fans, the players and the boardroom. We've got none of that. Absolutely no. none. And if we hit the relegation self-destruct button, yeah, it could be absolutely uh, terrible. But uh, yeah, before any Sunderland supporters start, they need to take a a, a slight um, realisation. You know, the entire region is in, in the shit and this was a potentially huge thing for the northeast of England. And um, I'm gutted on so, so many levels. I know you are. Yeah. Try and offer I mean, some positive, but there's, there's nothing. There there's nothing. Any, there's, none, there's none coming to mind. Honestly, where if we lose Maximin and we lose Dubravka, we could finish bottom of the league next season. Like, it's that bad. It, especially if no investments are made or if the wrong signings are made. So, say Bruce brings in Bentaleb, and maybe looks to bring in a right back or something like that. We, it's not, it's not good enough. Um, the likes of Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, um, Tottenham, 
will rip when you asshole. They'll beat you by three or four. I mean, the the longer we're under Bruce, the more goals we're conceding. It's like I, I know it's a, a lot down to injuries, but his squad management has been very poor, and I think that's going to cost away again next season. I just, ah, uh, it's just yeah. yeah, it's such a it's the big issue is going to come all the time. The, the issue over Christmas and the issue since the restart has been all these games played in a short period of time. Bruce yeah. won't rotate. He can't rotate. He can't manage the squad. That's been highlighted umpteen times. Next season, they're going to be playing week in, week out. A lot of the weeks, at least twice a week, every week. And then if you want yeah. to take the cup seriously, then, you know, that, that that's even more. You know, uh, you scratch beneath beneath our top 11 uh you know players and the squad i mean we'll we'll touch on it when we do the keep and sell videos but the 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 death underneath and we'll probably have to keep them all now aren't we let's be honest um the death the death is just not there we're a club that is in just such a toxic mess and such a spiral uh you know downwards we can't just be sitting here thinking oh next season can we win the Southampton Cup and can we just avoid relegation? There's got to be more than that, Kyle. There's got to be more. That the has me, but there isn't. That's it. It's 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 done. It's finished. And I'm willing to bet between now and the end of the transfer window, there'll be another um, there'll be another media circus with a new owner potentially coming in yeah. that'll fall through, and then we'll get around December. Uh, late December time, and then someone would have put a bid in or something like that, and just see it coming a mile off. And out of all them, um, all the people that have been involved in this takeover to try and get it stopped, like I said before, they'll move on with their with their lives. Happy with what they've done uh, to stop this takeover, and they'll probably never never think about Newcastle United ever again. But it's the fans who've been stuck in this turmoil for fifteen weeks. It's the fans that have to put up with this absolute leech of an owner for another god knows how many years it's it's us that has to put with the with the stuff on the field abject performances abject no just just completely abject no success no vision no future no ambition and just yeah and what can we do we're going to try and protest again because that'll not it'll not oh. work mate it won't work they like, i said after last time i will i'm not doing any of that that was the biggest Damn squid ever that boycott Arsenal was stupid. You then got protests outside, and one man in his dog shows up. Um, people, I think, will honestly just march with the feet and not not be there. You're going to see St James's Park, you know, lowest Premier League attendances. You're going to see all of that, and then you know, players looking up at empty stands, don't put in the performances, results drop. That affects crowds even more, and it's again a big spiral of, of down. And I don't see how the club addresses it, but they do need to speak. Charlie needs to go into his wife's purse, get both of his balls, insert them, and actually speak and communicate because there's no transparency on what's gone on. There's no communication throughout the entire progress. You know, you know, throughout the entire process, we've had Steve Bruce, who's been as pissed off probably as what we all are. At the end of the yeah. day, he is a fan, regardless to what you think of him. Technically, he is a fan. Um, and it, it's just so hopeless. But will we get a statement from Mike Ashley? I mean, why, does he have to explain why there was an expiry date? 
an expiry it's not a loaf of bread you're buying why is there an expiry oh, no. date on, 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 on the bid? Of what purpose does that serve? The only thing it does do is make sure he gets that £17 million and his greedy, fat back pocket to buy more bastard wallpaper for these sports direct shops and stuff. Um, oh, there's lots of questions and somebody needs to actually have the cojones to be able to answer a few of these questions because the, the fans all the time... It's not Mike Ashley suffering... He'll get his money. He can he can take 10, 20 million pound out per season to repay back his loans. Bullshit. But ultimately, he needs to drop the price in the current market. And he won't. He won't. He wants 300 million pound. He's a greedy bastard. Well, the economy, uh, 300 like, million pound. Yeah, like you said before, mate, the, the economy is at an all-time low right now. And no, nobody is going to pay what he wants for it. So we're looking at maybe two more years, um, potentially before someone, before the economy's hard, uh, good enough again through coronavirus, um, to maybe even think about buying more again. And even then, we've got to go through all these tests again. We've got to go through all these initial agreements again. I mean, it first broke in January. Do you know what I mean? Six months ago, and the timeline between january and now you know it's like where them tests need looking at carl them yeah. tests need looking at as well that entire process is a sham it's a piece of shit you look at the efl and their process where wigan can be an administration within weeks of being bought over you look at what's gone on previously you you look at certain people passing abramovich passing with all the issues there wolves being taken over by by chinese lot you know uh, nation don't know exactly who, who took them over, but I know they're from China. With all of their human rights issues, you've got Qatar, who have been trying to sports wash just the same as what Saudi Arabia have done. Uh, they were allowed to go and buy um, you know, a football club. Saudi Arabia has got an interest in the Premier League already because they own Sheffield United. You know, So the process looks wriggled with... Corruption least, yeah. and controversy and bullshit. Um, but yeah, we need statements straight away off the likes of Richard Cockmaster, uh, Lee Charnley, Mike Ashley, uh, possibly Steve Bruce, um, to be able to say, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen next? Why what happened has, has happened? And to explain, you know, explain to the fans who've been more than patient. Yeah. Fuck me, you've got to have patience to be a Newcastle fan. We deserve we deserve some sort of a statement now from the football club. I don't know whether we'll get one, but it would be nice for them to clear up their side and at least give an insight of what's going to happen next because we've been like, we've been hanging on this takeover for the last 15, 16 weeks and known of, of it since January, you know? So for us, we need some clarity. We need to know what's going on. At least now we know... We can let it go in in some ways it, it does hurt it hurts like the bastard in fact but we can now we're, we're now at least know it's not going to happen do you know what I mean? we're not hanging on to the hope of oh will it will we get some announcement today or maybe next week or me no it's we've got a definite answer now so hopefully that the club can realize that the fans are frustrated the fans are upset and that they can look to do something to, to, to sort this out because it's not good I mean, last season was one of the most frustrating seasons on and off the field. 
Uh, it started with protests, uh, unpopular appointment in Steve Bruce. And yes, he steadied the ship and had a decent seat and, and had a decent season by standards as we expected to drop. But it was still a very frustrating season because you had the protests in the fort in the early part of the season. And then the takeover has been very prominent within the news of Newcastle United fans since January. So it's been plagued by off the field stuff all season. So for me, we're all an explanation. We're all an, at least answers to some of the questions that we may have. But um, that's I mean, pretty it, much it also as well. How, how come Richard Keyes can get note of this and wind of this before anybody else? How can certain people be in the know through a, what should be a confidential process? You know, stuff like that needs ironing out because it doesn't happen. And I'm telling you something now, if it was Manchester United, Kyle, getting bought over by the Saudis and the Public Investment Fund, you wouldn't have had this. If it was Liverpool, you wouldn't have had this. No, it's because it's new... It's, because the Newcastle and there is some sort of bias against the club, I've well, seen it time, and time again. You wouldn't have had the agenda from the southern media in particular because they will they will pipe out on this deal and uh, not want it to happen and stuff like that. But um, in terms of how I feel, I've, I've pretty much summed it up, mate. Um, because I don't want to keep on repeating myself and stuff. But um, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this one up? No, I think I it, it's just I'm I'm gutted for the Newcastle United fans. I am so so gutted. No. I, I can't tell you. It's 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 just it is the most depressing news that we have had. I think in my nearly forty years of su supporting Newcastle, I can't no. think of much that's got me down as bad as this has. It it is a dog day, mate. But Magpie twenty four seven will keep keep uh, plodding on. Uh, next week we'll do well. Well, later this week we'll do a, a season review. We'll record a season review and put it out Monday, um, and then just start getting back into the swing of things, knowing what the uh, decision has been and what the what the result is with the takeover. But if you if you found some form of enjoyment out of this podcast, um, thank you for supporting me. But um, I, I've been Kyle, I've been with Paul Rutter and uh, this has been Magpie 24-7. And uh, thank you for all for listening. And uh, I hopefully we're, here, uh, we're with you on the next one as well. But uh, sad day for Newcastle United. Sad day. See ya.